Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. There is a song that came out years ago called Running After You. It starts out with the lyrics, deep calls to deep, here in the roar of your waterfalls. That's Psalm 42, 7, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Then it goes on to say, my soul thirsts for you. I need you. And then the bridge, I'm running after you. I'm running after you. It says that multiple times. Of course, we all hope that we're doing our best to run after God, pursuing him, seeking first the kingdom of God, seeking him with all of our heart. But at the same time, if we are running after God, we actually have to run after others as a result of that commitment, that decision to run after God. We are all made in his image. Matthew 18.11 says that Jesus came to save that which was lost or to restore that which was lost. So what was lost? His image in us. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve lost God in them. It says in Genesis 1.27, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. You know, that verse is so clear. Really, it makes you wonder how anyone, let alone the church at times, could ever discriminate against women being in leadership roles and places of authority within the church. Being that we were all created, male and female, in God's image. That's basically discriminating against God himself. Now that's a whole other subject, but a good reminder that God called both male and female to fully function within the body and represent him to the world. Can I get a good amen? All right, back to what was lost. God's image in us. Adam and Eve were already like God. They already had his image in them. So how did it get lost? Enter Lucifer, disguised as a serpent. So let's read it in Genesis 3, 1 through 6. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. So what happened here? They believed the enemy's lie. If you eat, you'll be like God. But they already were. That was the problem. They were deceived. His image is still in every person somewhere. It just needs to be restored. It needs to be saved. Enter Jesus. Created in his image, every person. Yes, even that person that you work with that drives you crazy, (laughs) even that jerk that cut you off on the highway, even that in-law that doesn't like you and always makes rude comments, 
You know, Jesus came to set the captives free. Let's read Luke 4, 18. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed. We are all called to do the same. When we run after others, even the jerky people, we are running after the image of God in them. We are running after his heart for them, towards them. He cares so greatly for each and every person, whether a believer or not. He loves them. If you love him, you will go after them as well. You will go after that cashier, after your lost friends, after that teenager that's estranged from their family, in prayer, yes, but also in person. You'll go into the darkness and bring the light to retrieve and relight the fire that God has placed in them. He sees their future when he sees them, not their failures, not their mistakes. We need to see the same. 2 Corinthians 5, 15-17 says, And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Although we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The word there, regard or regarded, in that verse, it speaks of to come to know or to recognize or to perceive. We need to recognize people according to the new creation, not the past. That's hard, but possible, because the word says it is. The next verse in that passage says, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We have the ministry of reconciliation. We connect others to God the Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. It's as if God's heart has been shattered across the world, and he sent Jesus to pay the price for his heart to be scooped up and returned to him. And through Jesus, he sends us to pick up the pieces and bring restoration. That is our mandate. When you have kids and you have a baby for a little while and then a toddler, and then eventually they go off to kindergarten, I've heard it said, it's like a piece of your heart walking around outside of your body. I imagine that this is how God feels. Hebrews 12.2 says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We are Jesus's inheritance. We are the joy set before him. Not just you and me, but the person that we have yet to run after. The orphan who needs us, the neighbor, the student, the co-worker. Yes, we need to run after God with all we have, But we also need to run after the people that God loves. Because at one point, you were that person. You were the one that was lost, and he ran full speed to the cross for you. So if you're running after God, if you've made that choice to be a disciple of Jesus, then by default, you are running after others too. You are running after the lost image of God in people and helping to restore it. You're not a solo Christian just doing things on your own, that whole you-do-you ideology. No, you are on the Kingdom Runners track team. Amen?
And you might wonder, well, how do I do this? How do I run after others? How do I do this? Ask God, ask Holy Spirit, what could I do to draw my bank teller closer to Jesus or my bus driver or your Uncle Bob? Whoever is in your life that doesn't know Jesus, or maybe they do, but they just need to have God's image inspired out of them so they can reflect his image to the world. And maybe you do that by giving someone a prophetic word or offering to help with a project or sharing a podcast. If you're a regular listener to Holy Spirit Feed, please share these episodes and also give a five-star review because that will help people find the podcast. It will help get the podcast out to more listeners, hence restoring God's image to the world. Romans 10, 13 through 15 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one in whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone to preach? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Guess whose feet this verse is talking about? You got it, your feet. So get out there and get running. <laughs>